Greetings, this is James Gomez with Azure Wish Talk Radio on BBS, and we also simulcast on YouTube, Rumble, and a few other stations out there, so you can check it out there. Uh, it looks like we just got another strike on YouTube for something pretty benign, but uh, that's not hard anymore. Uh, we've got uh, uh, a great show this this Saturday. Um, we've got two speakers here, and uh, I'm working on on my new my new studio right now, trying to get these things everything up and working. But uh, uh, give me one second here. Oh, this is interesting. Okay, well, we've got some files up here. So we have Ann Fernandez, Yasmin Ann Fernandez, and she's a published author, speaker, clinical hypnotherapist, meditation guide, Reiki master, a medium, and channels from the non-physical world. She's also vice president on the board of Yucca Valley Center for Spiritual Living, uh, and has studied with shamans and worked with renowned psychics such as Chuck Bergman and James Monprog. She has a private practice and intuitive life coach, has been working with thousands of clients for over 40 years. And uh, her, her private sessions consist of using the best tools to fit each client's needs and is passionate about helping her clients be empowered and guiding them back to wholeness. And was born and raised in a small village surrounded by sugarcane fields with no modern day distractions. Nature became her temple, her teacher, her shamanic work takes clients into nature where an awakening and awareness of self and oneness with all occurs and healing begins. Anne's own experience with an autoimmune disease led her down a dark path where she wanted to leave her body. However, the spiritual thread that ran through her task of her life caused her to find her way back to wholeness and begin to heal. Anne's work comes from uh, her heart and the desire to heal humanity. And there's a quote from Anne's book, each person grows, affects the growth of the planet. You matter. And we also have a intuitive breakthrough strategist, Rochelle R. Richards, and she's the author of an upcoming book, Radiate, Change Your Frequency, Change Your Life. She's the founder and CEO of Infinite Living Institute, Center Living of Holistic Experience and Infinite Living Institute. She has been featured presenter and MC on radio, television, national, international stages, sharing her unique techniques to assist people in achieving greater personal and business success. Rochelle is especially passionate about helping people realize who they are, who they really are, and uh, so they can step into their most, most authentic power. She enjoys clearing people's inner chaos so they can experience complete inner freedom and has, a, has an acclaimed medical intuitive. She is committed to helping clients release buried pain through a combination of her signature intensive emotional release therapy, medical Qigong, and... Uh, crystal and sound healing so they can thrive in life and business. Rochelle really enjoys leading and hosting spiritual retreats, loving on her four-legged fur babies and climbing trees. <laughs> but uh, uh, one of the reasons we're bringing you both on, uh, one, because I think you're going to be great guests, but also to promote your Global Healer, Healer Summit. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we get started, can right up front, I think we should give people you know, what's the best way for people to contact or get or get tickets? We have a, a banner up, should be up, that, that'll be there. But uh, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? Yeah, it's it's globalhealersummit.info, James. And right in that the front page of that website, they can cl- click to register. Great. Awesome. Yeah, that's going to be, you got quite a lineup there. It's going to be a great event. Uh, you know, we've had some just I, I don't know about you, but I, I I've been watching just the Schumann resonance is off yes. the scale. I've never yes. seen anything like it. It's uh, incredible. And yeah. uh, you know, they blacked it out on on the Russian site because, and then we had to go to the Italian site to find out and the whole thing read it out. It was just insane, but it's just one blast after another after another. And I was talking to some of the Hawaiian elders here and we're we were talking about and I was explaining to them the science behind it. And, uh, and they're kind of looking at me funny. I go, well, it's just higher conscious and energy in, garbage out. <laughs> and they go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it kept it simple. But uh, I, I'm sure you've been experiencing that. Have you been seeing a lot of uh, just rapid change in the people around you and your life as well? 
my clients are just going bonkers. Daily, I get multiple text messages going, what is happening? How come I'm feeling the way that I am? You know, people coming in on the state of panic and, you know, falling apart at the seams kind of thing. And, you know, you just sit with them a few minutes and reassure them that it's not yeah. just them, you know, yeah. and let them know that the universe is working for them, not against them, but it doesn't feel like that. Right. And yeah. try to help them get into a place of balance, you know, emotionally. So they get, you know, so they understand what's happening. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, some of it's ours, but some of it isn't ours. And a lot of it, it's in our fields and we're feeling the collective psyche just losing it right now, going through their process. And 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 I tell a lot of people, you know, a lot of that may not even be yours. And right. uh, you're clearing yeah. your sacred space. A lot of that is just going to go away and then go into what you're feeling, go into your emotions and, and see where that's coming from and just feel it, you know, become it, let it come through. And, and uh, you know, because you, you can't avoid it anymore. It's, it's, we don't have the luxury of denial. You know, it's, it's yeah, I'm, I'm noticing the same thing, too, with my clients. I'm getting, you know, texts in the middle of the night. It's like, can I please talk to you? Uh, so people are experiencing this. And uh, it's interesting because what you both shared, one of my talks I'll be doing on the Global Summit is who are you and what defines you? And what I mean by that is I find that the best way I can help people right now is to just remind them that there's a light within, there's a wholeness, a center within, and all of these experiences they're having are just outer layers that you know, that has helped them to forget who they are. So, yeah, I am dealing with a lot of clients like that right now, too. I, I've, I've noticed lately that uh, <clears throat> I've never seen so much projection and blame and mm-hmm. no yeah. personal responsibility, even in the UFO community and the spiritual community, all that. It's, it's, it, it's unbelievable. Everybody is like a bunch of monkeys throwing, you know what, species <laughs> at each other. And I just go, guys, guys, you know, uh, there is no such thing as competition in this field. You know, we right. we all have information. We all need to share. We all need to work together and, you know, stop sticking knives in each other's backs and doing the character assassination because you're only going to assassinate your own in the end, you know, so, but. Uh, my heart goes out to the newly awakened who have no idea right. what's yeah. Oh right. my gosh. Those are the those are the clients that are coming in more and more now because they, they now are recognizing that they're actually spiritual beings in a human experience, you know. And yeah, going, do you know anything about this? And I'm like, Yeah, come on in. Yeah. We can like, help. yeah. Sorry, Michelle. It's like, what's the next step for me? What do I do with this, right? Yeah. How come I feel so awful? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I you know, I thought I was pretty on top of things you know and, and you know universe always humbles you but uh yes you know i was feeling really good i was really good at clearing and everything else and boy i had a couple whammies hit me and i just went wow where did that come from <laughs> i had to regroup you know and, and center in again and go wait a second you know i'm okay with god you know i don't know about all this other nonsense you guys can have fun with that you know and i just kind of retreated to hawaii which is great you know I'm jumping in the ocean <laughs> You know, the ocean doesn't judge you. The dolphins don't judge right. you. you know, it's right. just, everything kind of goes away. Well, okay. I'm finding the emotional trauma that we've been storing, even at, even people like ourselves who've been working on ourselves for so long. Holy cow, I'm getting blindsided by that myself as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're not, right? We're still in school. I mean, we're yeah. here, we're in school. It's not over yet. <laughs> well, you know, you're talking about defining people. And uh-huh. I had a beautiful yoga teacher uh, quite a few years ago. And she actually put me up on stage. And there's about 30, 40 students there. And she said, okay, I want you to tell us everything you like and don't like about James and write it down. And and then she had everybody read it. And uh-huh. I stand on stage, I'm going, Oh my God, man, I'm not that. That's not me. <laughs> and then when she got through, she said, she said, okay, I want you to look at what you wrote down. Everything that you wrote down was you. And it, and it, and you need to own it. And she, he's a mirror. He's a divine mirror. He's reflecting back to your own unhealed wounds and traumas and projections, you know? And I went, whew, man. <laughs> and, then, and then ever since from that time on, I realized... <laughs> 
that nobody can ever really see who you are. They never no. will see. All they can see you is through their filters and their projections. Yep. And so all you can do is pull yourself back to your own center and let yep. them work out their stuff. And, and, you know, and sometimes you can, you know, when you see the big red button, you can poke it now and then. You know, just you, you mentioned mirrors, that she gave you a mirror or something like that. Anyway, that's part of what I'm going to be doing in my talk. And I did that once before. And I had people, you know, hold a mirror up and look past everything just into their eyes and stare for a while and then say, I love you, I love you. And do you know half the people... Yeah, could do not do that. They yeah. they could not look that close at themselves, you know. No. It's like people can't can't be in silence with themselves either because right. they don't like the noise within them and that's going on, right? right. They, they can't be alone with themselves. Absolutely. Difficult yep. situation, but it's true. Yeah. yeah I've been explaining to people a lot that, you know, they keep worrying about me, you know, and they go, Are you okay? Are you okay? And I, I just explained to them, I said, I'm really a hermit at heart so i'm really okay don't worry about me i'm I'm really just doing my own thing right now i'm focusing on building rock walls and planting coconut trees and all this other stuff here and i i said i'm really fine you know and uh and i i do i've noticed lately through these changes i'm finding out more and more i just want to be by myself which yes good. it's just I, I don't want to deal with all the drama and all the projections and all the other stuff. You know, that makes me wonder when you just said that, James, that, you know, growing up in a small village was very much like Hawaii, I guess, but sugarcane yeah. fields, coconut trees, and you had nothing to distract you. So you spent all your time in nature, you know, yeah. the river or the sugarcane fields and nature. And I feel like as I've come full circle in my life that that, that's what I crave more than anything else is to be alone in nature with myself and just talk to the trees, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's okay. You know, I tell people that the more you can take your shoes off and get out in nature and get in the ocean or whatever, get grounded, readjust to the new frequencies, the better off you'll be. And, and you got to slow down, you know, because yeah. everything's speeding up. Yes. So you got to get out in nature and meditate and, and uh, you know, go within and feel that stuff going through you and, you know, own it and just let it go. Let it, mm-hmm. let it move on through. I just recently saw a, a research study on, on grounding, you know, putting your yeah. feet in the earth. And um, I mean, we know it's true because we've been doing these things for years, right? But yeah. the scientific world needs to prove such things. And, uh, it showed, you know, blood that was all clumped up and, you know, signs of diabetes and signs of all kinds of blood disorders. And then after 20 minutes of being on the earth with bare feet, the blood completely separated from itself and pulled itself away. And, you know, each cell was flowing freely by itself, which is what our blood is supposed to do, you know, right. and just from grounding. Yeah. Well, you you know that they make bed sheets now, right? So if you can't get outside, you can use bed sheets. It's like really. <laughs> I've got yeah, one actually. I have a set of those, and I've never hooked them up because I'd rather go outside. <laughs> right. yeah. I I rarely wear shoes. You know, when when the weather is okay, the shoes are not on. I I grew up on a farm, so we were barefooted all the time. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I noticed Yasmin. Are you in Yucca Valley now, or is that? Uh, me, I am actually, I live up in the mountains near Big Bear and also near Yucca Valley, near okay. Joshua Tree. So right now I'm up in the mountains. Oh, okay. It's you, know just, Apple, you know where Apple Valley is? Uh, I do, yeah. Yeah, I was raised there as a kid. Oh, wow. In Apple Valley, so. It is so hot out here right now, James. Bad. Oh. yeah. It's hot oh. here. It's about 90 today, which is kind of unheard of for this time of year, but uh, the... Uh, and then you got the humidity on top of that as well. But the, uh, I mean, when we were kids, we would just, we would go barefoot all the time, and we had big thick calluses on our feet, and we'd go yes. across the desert, climb the rocks, everything, walk across yep. the asphalt. Yeah, you know, and it was melting, but you'd leave footprints in the asphalt. <laughs> right. It was crazy, and it never bothered us. I never thought oh. about that. You know, if I do that right. today, my I'd probably have all kinds <laughs> of right. do the firewalk mentality. You know, just to get across the sand now. 
Yeah, maybe that's what the kids, you know, when 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 you're children and you're barefooted, you don't even think about it. But you know, now that we're adults, it will like tiptoeing through the the rocks and whatever, you know, and having that experience. Yeah. yeah, I had little little shorts on once, and I was and I just had shorts and some shoes, and that was it. No shirt. And I was walking through. I walked through all this uh, poison oak, all this stuff. I never, yeah. got, I didn't know what it was. Right. And I never got it. And, yep. and as soon as I found out what it was, I ended up getting it. You know? <laughs> you know, so it's amazing. Uh, I, I'm totally yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful what you just said, right? Think about yeah. what you just said. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. whatever you put your energy or your focus on, you get more of, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you just told yourself it's bad. So all of a sudden now you're getting it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. I didn't know it was bad. And everybody's freaking out going, Oh, you walked through that. I can't, you're going to have poison. You know, they're all freaking out. They go, I'm fine. I'm fine. But I allowed it in. I got a mild case, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. 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 There's other things going on these days like that as well. Um, I know the native Americans can, they'll, they'll take a little bit and put it under their arm. So they'll build up an immunity to it. Oh, know? is that right? Yeah. And then or if oh, you drink wow. goat milk, goats goats can eat it. It doesn't even bother them. And they create an immunity. And so you can drink wow. goat okay. milk. Goats have, have uh, you know. Interesting. Pork. So you also know that in nature, right next to something that's poisonous is something that can cure it, right? Exactly. So yeah. there's mugwort that they use for poison oak. You know, oh, yeah. And it grows right next to the uh, poison oak. Yeah, Myra, you both have met Myra. She's an herbalist, and she's got the whole kitchen has got stuff hanging everywhere. Uh, <laughs> all the, every herb and and uh, is is you know she's got golden seal mugwort. Um, That's great. I'm trying to think what else she's mulling. We have tons of mulling hanging. You probably have all of that stuff growing out at the ranch, don't you? Yeah, yeah. All the yeah. men are, are growing there and. But the ranch is like a big food bank. We have a big pond full of fish and we have orchards of everything. And and so it's, you don't have to, we have chickens that provide all the eggs we need and things like yeah. that. Cheese. And have you been out there before? You Never. Said, oh my gosh. It's, it's truly. I, I want, now truly, I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> truly wonderful. Uh, it, it's a mind blower because it's yeah. on a vortex where two ley lines cross. Mm. So, so masters are appearing there. We have photographs of Mary, Kuan Yin, uh, Baba G. A lot of the masters are actually taking form there and wow. being photographs. And we've had a lot of uh, monks come there and things like that that just had amazing experiences and got their own photographs as well. But uh, So how does one come there, James? Just give us a call. You know, just go to eSETI.org and... It's, it's awesome. we're almost closed. I think we're closing at the end of September. Okay. Uh, because the weather gets really bad, but we're having a later, uh, a, a later summer. Summer seems to be dragging out. Right. It started late. And so it's, so it's coming later. So, but everything, you know, everything took about a month behind all the, the crops and right. the fruit and everything's about a month behind there. But, uh, so are you opening the same uh, type of place in Hawaii? Is that what you're doing there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm creating an East City Hawaii and I uh, have some other people involved. And it's kind of more of a feminine energy that's mm-hmm. that's being created here. Okay. Two pieces and, and I have a little, you know, basically I, I got a, a skull, <laughs> a horse skull oh, wow. on, on my side. And the other side has all these beautiful houses and everything else. But it's all been converted. Now it's really nice. It's all got bamboo floors and it's been drywalled and new windows. And, and nice. so it's all been converted. It's all solar. It's off the grid. Beautiful. The only how thing we far have on, you, How uh, far are you from the ocean, James? Uh, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I'm oh, wow. right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's well, go, Rochelle. We're coming over. Right. <laughs> We're yeah. on our way. Well, you know, we, we, uh, uh, we're getting ready. I don't know how soon it's going to be a while because we have a lot of work to do on it before we can start having workshops and things like that. But we're getting close. And so we'll put you on the list. Maybe we can do some retreats here and things like that. Lovely. Yeah. 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 Super. 
James, I, I want to bring us back to the Global Healers Summit because yeah. we're excited to have you as one of our keynote speakers. Oh, yeah. And uh, that is that is fabulous. Our event is is three days long and we have six keynotes. So um, a keynote opens each morning and a keynote opens each afternoon. And we are just really, really excited to to know what you're going to share with us. And yeah, can you let me know some of the lineups that you have? Who do you have? Uh, who are your keynotes or? Um, I'll, I'll tell you who they are. Just a minute. Let me, let me just, I had that open, but now it's not. So here it is. Um, first of all, I don't know. Do you know Dr. Clint G. Rogers? He, he wrote the book, Ancient Secrets of a Master Healer. And he is um, talking about the way that love can be the, healer and the of the planet really healer yeah. of own individual bodies and of the planet and he is sharing the wisdom from the siddha veda and ayurveda uh, lineage that goes all the way back to buddha nice buddha's physician whose name was jivaka and uh-huh. um then dr smita naram and krishna naram who were dr um pankaj naram's uh dr smita was his wife and Krishna is his son, and um, Dr. Naram um, unexpectedly passed not too long ago, yeah. and so uh, that was a tragic situation, but now he's, uh, he is, uh, his wife and, and son are taking the reins, and um, yeah, it, it's, it's really going to be neat. So they're also keynote speakers. Mm-hmm. And then we have Peter Sterling. Do you know Peter Sterling? He's a world-renowned harpist. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And Dr. or not Dr. Gary Malkin, who is a uh, seven-time Emmy award-winning composer. He's also one of the keynotes. And the uh, final one is Sheila Collins, who she's got a TED Talk, and she she's a, a real amazing grief uh, specialist. She lost two of her three children, and so she's, uh, you know, dived deep into the healing process of grief. And so she's going to be speaking on that, and she's got several books out. And, yeah, so those are the, the keynotes. And then we've got a, a, a tremendous lineup of others that are yeah. uh, pretty deep as well. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. I, I was just talking to a guy. He was the other day, and he was, he was kind of grieving. He said, I lost my wife. And I said, where'd you put her? <laughs> <laughs> and he just gave me this look like. Like what? What is wrong with you? And I said, she isn't lost. I said, she isn't lost. I said, you know, you believe she's lost, so she's lost. But I said, they're they're, you know, you put her in this box of gone and uh-huh. you need to get rid of that box and do your grieving, whatever you need to do. You you have to respect that. Yeah. But she's not lost and she's waiting for you to finish mm-hmm. and then start having a conversation with her like this. Yeah. And- Right. Yeah. Start crying, and he goes, "I know, I know." She's talking to me. I just can't hear. Her. And I said, "Just, just meditate. You know, focus on her." Right. And she's in a great space. I said, "Don't worry. She's mm-hmm. she's made it to a very high space." So well, you don't have to grieve. Don't this. grieve for her. Don't no yeah. more grieve for her. She's doing great. You know. But I was just going to say, on Earth that are left over. You know, that are having the problem. Your sense of humor is like mine, though. That's yeah. how I would have responded too. She's not lost, right? You know, it's funny. It's really hard to hit a smiling face, you know. Yeah. When you're laughing, you know. So right. I probably should be hit for some of the things that I do. But yeah. yeah. When, <laughs> so. when, when you said that, I was like, "Ew!" <laughs> that just caused a great deal of pain in their world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they, you know, what I also do is I hold them in the frequency that allows them to process very yeah. quickly. Right. As soon as yeah. that comes up, it goes out. You know, so right. More going on behind the scenes that people mm-hmm. don't know about. You just can't say stuff like that if you're not using higher frequencies at the same mm-hmm. time. Of course. They'll go over like a lead brick. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. It doesn't touch the most beautiful chords when when they're feeling yeah. that kind so of. I've had. I mean, you've probably had similar, but I've had two near death experiences and actually death experiences and came back. And uh, I, I'm good on the other side. I know what's on the other side. I know all the relatives are there, you know. And so it's it's just, I, I really have a hard time grieving when somebody yeah. dies anymore. Yeah, I, I, I get more upset about animals, you know. Right. I should know, I should know better. <laughs> right. You know, you know, they, you know it's interesting. Have, 
It's interesting, Jim. So I, I mean, I've had, I guess, one slight near-death experience, but I have been to the other side just uh, because I've been meditating my whole life. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have been through the tunnel where you come in, where you go out, visited everyone, you know, just, I mean, there's a slew of people, I will call them people for lack of a better word, but, yeah. you know, ascended masters, angels. And uh, that's that's going to be one of my other talks on the summit is we are multidimensional beings and we live yeah. in a multidimensional universe. You know, uh, I started my second book, which I call There Is No Veil. There mm-hmm. never was a veil, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that, yeah. that is true. The more you meditate, the veil becomes thinner and the more you can remember. Yes. And we're going and in our at night, we're going to all these other things and dreams and having experiences and going to other dimensions and, and right. a lot of us are working really hard on those we wake yeah. up all tired and beat up because we've been working on those other dimensions and mm-hmm. exactly. we're all doing it but just we're not aware that we're doing it unless we do our spiritual practices and that makes the veils thinner and allows you to remember more when you come back in absolutely yeah yeah, yeah the lucid experiences are coming in pretty strong these days yeah. too so yeah. knowing where we are and what we're doing um, I don't know if I should reveal this, James, but you and I were connected in a lucid experience one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I had hear a, that a lot. Everybody goes, everybody keeps telling me I keep appearing to them. And yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, this I was, can... this was me. I don't know how we managed to get to East Eddie, but I hadn't been to East Eddie at that point. And, um, and somewhere we met on a spacecraft and we came down to East Eddie and, uh, there was a big spacecraft sitting outside and it was pretty normal to me, but yeah. I don't know how normal it would be to other people. So yeah, there's a lot. Uh, it's, I always tell people, you know, people will kind of go like this, they'll, they'll, they'll go, okay, I, I want to see, but I'm not sure. And, and that's kind of <laughs> what they get because spirit's not going to push them. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and other people go there and have amazing experiences. Like people have even Bigfoot appear to them. They'll mm-hmm. see apparitions. They'll see We'll see. And some people just see the ships in the sky up high doing their thing. Yeah. And then sometimes they're treetop level, they're landing on the mountain and morphing into three or four. And and uh, it's different every time. And the group energy creates the experience. You know, they, uh-huh. they stand the group and say, okay, these guys are ready. And and we had a really good group up here recently, uh, right before I came to Hawaii, and they came up. And they had amazing experience. There's like three or four spontaneous healings. One woman, her back was broken. It just spontaneously wow. healed, things like that. And uh, the ships came in really low, like right over the house. And I got it all on film. Mm. And, uh, it, it was an amazing experience. But, uh, you know, it, that's that's available for people that that initiate or ask for it and do you put your time in your meditation time, get out in nature and yeah i heard the pterodactyl while i was there and it was pretty crazy yeah. i was like oh my god that is so amazing and i didn't you hadn't <laughs> talked about it before so i didn't know what it was so i came and asked you and you were like i think that might have been the pterodactyl yeah. <laughs> it was this you know, people think you're crazy but... sound you know yeah it's it's like jurassic park or something like that when you hear that thing and we've actually had multiple witnesses see it and we've had police see it uh, one guy drove his car off the road because it was eating a dead deer on the side of the road. And uh, he couldn't even talk. All he could barely spit out was pterodactyl, you know. And, and the police that pulled him over said, you know, we, we would probably take you in right now if we didn't see it flying away. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and so it's multiple, multiple sightings. There's a doorway to the inner earth there. Mm-hmm. And I think things get out every once in a while. You know, they, yeah. They get out. and. Uh, and everything is preserved in there. They've preserved all the life. A lot of things that we think are mythological are still preserved on the inner earth. You know, when I when I hear, you know, people, you know, in awe of, wow, I saw this, I had that experience. And I, I just feel like, wow, isn't that normal? I mean, <laughs> yep. isn't it normal? I mean, we all have access to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, whether oh, yeah. it's to, yeah, to everything, to the ETs. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, um, and then when I hear the people, you know, say, what you saw that, 
you know, I just went, wow, that's normal. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's what's funny about this one is that it landed in a tree, right? In the field of dreams there where all the other things happened. It landed in this tree and I went out there with night vision goggles and it wasn't that dark yet either. And I could see it clear as a bell. And I took a, I had a laser in my hand. So I lit it up with the laser and it made this weird squawk noise and took off. And it flew over the whole group and they saw it and they could not. And I don't know if that, how smart that was because, you know, a little laser pins highly overrated when it comes to dealing with the pterodactyl, but <laughs> it, it flew over me. It flew right <laughs> over me and, um, and over the group and everybody saw it and they just said it had bat wings. That was not a bird. It was not a, Mm-mm. it had leathery wings and they could see the whole form. And it's that one with the little ball. I think they call them a pterosaurus. It has a little ball at the end of its tail. Oh, is that right? Yeah. 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 And so we've had multiple witnesses see it and with really good binoculars, they looked up close and they just said, they first thought it was a dragon when it was flying. Wow. And they Then they looked closer with the binoculars could see, you know, it was a pterodactyl. But there's a lot of sightings. I think Wyoming's having a lot of sightings of pterodactyls as well. Is that Sorry, I have a question for both of you because, and maybe this is not a right time to ask this, but my philosophical mind, you know, just going, as you're talking about these experiences, you know, because I know that I go into different timelines, you know, I've gone back and helped people way back, you know, BC and and done some work there and come back and remembered it the next day. So I wonder when you're talking about these things, if you guys aren't, when you're on the ranch, if you're not shifting to another timeline yeah. or it's opened up, right? Does that, 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 does, that does happen. And uh, we've seen things where we looked up and looked like a giant manta ray, just, just yeah. like manta ray going right over the top of us. Right. Um, this is really getting bizarre here. And then one time I was out working in the garden, I look up and there's this little, um, I, I don't know, pygmy, I don't know if that's socially correct, but a little person, a little black guy, and he had a little string on him, and he had a, a small little bow, and uh, that's all he was wearing, his little string, and he went by, and he was just smiling at me, he walked right by me, and I said, God, this is like Africa or something, like, <laughs> what the heck is going on here, And but we see beings appearing, and then just light beings appearing, light ladders, mm-hmm. uh, we filmed a lot of it there, there there's just so much going on, it, it is it's it's multidimensional and there's wow. different it, it's like time different times converging there well that's funny i i wonder if the little the little pygmy guy you saw is my guy because he's yeah. been i've been hanging out with him for a while he's you know <laughs> he had a big smile on his face yeah. you know and i i go hope hope he doesn't pull an arrow out or something <laughs> but, uh, he was just had a big smile on his face and he was just walking by and i smiled back at him and he, he kind of nodded and just went on his merry way you know so my guy had a spear and then he's like uh will you please help us and i said you know what do you need and he goes well my people are being attacked because we live in this this valley and in the vision and this is in a deep meditation right i take him and his tribe you know, to near some water and they're safe and all of that. And I said, okay, you're okay now. And then he's standing there with his spear going, but can't you stay? We'd like you to be our leader. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, very interesting. We have a real staunch rule at the ranch is that everybody has to lead themselves. You know, that's, yeah. I'm not your guru. I'm not your, you know, right. You, know, right. you are, and we're just going to help remind you of who you are. And that's, and we're right. very adamant about that at the ranch that, you know, no following, no, no, because uh, it diminishes your own connection, you know. To, yeah. And your own power. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You know, unfortunately that is happening and, and it's probably open up a can of worms to talk about that. There's a lot of people in the field right now that are they're just in it for the fame and the money and the following mm-hmm. and they're really trying to create a following but yeah they, they're putting up an image you know they're like yeah. posers you know and they're not who yes they they are and it's sad because and and they're kind of misleading a lot of people out there and and, and now one of the big movements now is like chips are fashionable you know <laughs> get your chip you know? yeah. 
and and now they're even pushing it in the sci-fi movies now that oh yeah we're all chipped and we have all of our biometrics and we star trek is pushing it everybody's chipped in the future you know and and I'm just going, oh, God, you know, you got to stay away from that transhumanism thing, you know, and the chips. Right. Right. Oh, my gosh. If anything would weird me out, it's that when people start saying, you know, no, that's the great way to go. I'm like, yeah, right. what are you thinking? You know, How I mean, are you this vehicle right here, this is the ultimate ship. Yes. You know, right here. We can right. go up to the 13th dimension and back mm-hmm. you know, in this ship right here. Yeah. You start putting hardware on us, we're going to be limited to whatever the hardware can do. Right. On it. And you can't take hardware into the higher dimensions anyway. So, so uh, you know, it's, it's going to actually diminish your ability to actually experience 5D on up, you know, because the hardware isn't going to make it. Well, everything is frequency. And when we put stuff in that doesn't resonate at an elevated frequency, we're just lowering our own frequency. And exactly. reducing our capability of connecting to the higher levels. That's, yeah. that's, to me, that's, that, that's both, what my book's about, right? Haven't you both found that as all of us and many others like us who, you know, have sort of climbed that spiritual ladder, if you, it's so much easier to see right through those people. Yeah. As soon as they show up, you, you know, no matter what they're saying, you can see right through it. But yeah. that's, that's so because we're seasoned, right? Yes, the unseasoned don't. They get they get manipulated by them. Very true. You're also a threat. You know, you're one of their biggest threats. (laughs) Yes. So they they do everything they can to disqualify you, discredit you, or anything else, rather than own their own crap and and heal and go to the next level, which is right. You know, it's it's like I was hoping I'm not here to take anybody down. I'm here to assist whoever wants to heal and go to the next level. Right. you know, this other stuff, all this this in-house fighting and competition and everything it's got, it it serves nobody. It serves no. egos, and that's all. It doesn't serve anything else. But Right. Uh, you know, I keep, I keep saying that this big shift in consciousness, what we've just gone through and still going through, it's all about collaboration. Yeah. I mean, to me, competition is not even in my, you know, I don't even use that word anymore. You know, it's yeah. it's totally. And if people aren't willing to collaborate and help and support each other, then I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've had, I have had a bunch of stuff thrown at me, and I go, "Yeah, okay, I'll be that. I'll be whatever you want me to be." <laughs> but they don't know what to do with that, you know. I just right. go, "Okay, you know, I'll I'll be whatever you want me to be." I said, "That's the way the universe works," it's, you know, and. Uh, it's not how I am. It's not how I think of myself. But you can throw whatever you want, and, and, as you wish, right? Yeah, as you wish. You know, <laughs> you know only, only the ego needs defending. The rest, you know, I'm having right. the, your death experiences. I know I'm good. You know, on the other side. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I do have to ask. I do have to ask James the lion. Is there? Can you uh, give me a little explanation about that? I love that. Oh, the lion. Um, People say I morph into a lion every once in a while, and so, huh? <laughs> and, and so I have a really strong connection with the Lyrians, the seven D Lyrians, which are lion beings. They're like seventeen foot tall lion beings. Okay, you're, you're here to help the, a lot of the healers and the light workers now need some major protection because just as there are some awesome light beings out there, there's some pretty nasty dark beings, and mm-hmm. so you can call these in for protection and. And in, in ancient times, they call them, is it Narisha and uh, Narshringa and think of the feline beings. Mm-hmm. But there's three levels to the feline beings. There's humanoid cat beings. And then there's uh, more like upright panther beings. And the lion beings are like 17 foot tall and they're upright. They wear robes and things like that. But oh, they right. were the protectors of the gods in ancient times, the ancient Lyrians that came here. They were the protectors of the gods until they fell. And when they fell and started, you know, having all kinds of power skirmishes and, you know, with Enki and Enlil and those two lineages started. Uh, and actually Marduk actually made a pact with the reptilians for total supremacy of the earth. And that's the, we've been under that draconian mess ever since then, like 400,000 years ago, maybe even further. But all that's being cleaned up now because the benevolent ones are all returning and they're cleaning this up and taking away these these influences so we can be free to move on without all the, these negative influences going on. 
Wow. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that. It's beautiful. I love that. You know, I have a couple line beans like Bacall and, and Iha are two, it's a male and female, and they they come in quite a bit. And I always mm-hmm. tell people, you know, if you're having trouble with some of these serpent beans or reptilians and these other guys, just call the lion beans in. It's like game over. It just, they just, it's like, you know, 17 foot tall slicing dice. You know, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> you know I, I asked him one day, I go, what do you do with these reptilians? He goes, we just throw them down and rub their bellies. He said, we're 17 feet tall. There's nothing they can do with us. And well, so they have a sense of humor too. They're really, the, the, the big ones are very goofy on purpose because they're very intimidating. And they'll, they'll strut around and do little dances and act really goofy because they don't want to intimidate people, you know, and freak people out. So, because a lot of us are afraid of our own power. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're bringing to us, that lion within, you know, they're helping us to to regain our own power, you know, and uh, they're not here for anything else. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for explaining that to me. Do you uh, have that information in your books, James? Yeah, yeah. I've written about that in the books, uh, mm-hmm. all of my books, uh, especially Anunnaki Return, uh, because a lot of people have misconceptions about the Anunnaki because there were fallen Anunnaki, but there were benevolent ones that continued mm-hmm. and they continued to ascend and uh, went up to the sixth dimension on up. And they're coming back now with the lion beings to clean up the fallen stuff that happened in the past. And so they're also cleaning up a lot of the gray reptilian, all that alliance mm-hmm. that's cleaned up as well. So they're, they're, uh, they're returning, but everybody thinks Anunnaki are reptilian. They aren't the from ancient Lyra. And they're the bearded gods, you know, the, the Greek gods, the Egyptian gods, all those, the bearded gods. That's where we got our image, you know, God from these guys. And, but there's a, a greater God, whatever you want to call it. It's the one consciousness that encompasses all consciousness, you know, right. all kinds of dimensions of the multiple. So, James, um, I haven't looked, maybe Rochelle has, but. What are you going to talk about on the summit? Uh, what do you want me to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Our theme is uh, aligned with the frequency of health. So it's kind of a wide open op- possibility, actually. Yeah. Maybe I'll cover the multidimensional uh, health that's coming in and how we can access it and, and the different groups that are here to help us right now. And that would be exceptional. Yeah. 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 I, I can move into that. Because, you know, when we bring these beans and when we do the healing circles, people have spontaneous healings when mm-hmm. they connect with their family, yep. star families. And it happens all the time. And, mm-hmm. and But when it does happen, I tell people, look, I don't take credit for it. And I don't take blame if it doesn't. It's between you and them. We're just creating a space <laughs> right. for it to happen. Yeah. But we can be the catalyst that helps that energy come exactly. through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're just the catalyst and we're creating a sacred space for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some people aren't ready yet. It's not part of their their timeline or their karma. Exactly. To be healed and there's and there's nothing you can do. They they have to do some things first. You know, they're they're just not ready. Well, and a lot of times they're just they they can't believe because they're still thinking from the human construct. So they yeah. can't believe that it's possible until they see see it in another way. You know, until they see somebody else experience it, maybe. Right. Somebody come in this big elaborate back brace, right? And it's holding them together. And then after the session, they see them walking around without it, you know? And she's that like, that helps convince There's people no a lot. There's nothing gone. And they say, well, where's your brace? You know, and they go, I don't need it. Or you see people coming down on crutch, you know? And it's, and then it's gone. And, but, but again, that it doesn't always happen. You know, it's, you know, I don't, it's between them and creator what happens and it's up to their contractor, their agreements or whatever, but we just create a space for it to happen. Yeah. Part of them making their way there. I mean, if somebody walks in my door, they're ready for something and they're ready for something big. Right. And and their intention is, is that they've set the intention. They've they've Mm -hmm. made the choice. And so, yeah, they're open for things to happen, you know, and that's what right. they want. you know, I've had psychologists send people they gave up on, you know, because they had a lot yeah. of ritual abuse and things like that. Mm-hmm. They gave up on them. And they and so they they told them you have to go and see James, you know, or I'm not going to see you anymore. And those never 
worked out very well because it right. wasn't their choice. Right. They were forced to do it basically. And and what happened is we went through all the stuff and they just sat there and I'm just going, oh my God, you know, we're accessing everything and what happened and nothing happens. And I, and I told him, I said, you know, I said, I, I'm just giving you a little heads up. This is going to come up for you later. Like you didn't want to process it here and you're too guarded, but just a heads up in a few days when you feel safe and you're just doing the dishes or something, <laughs> this is all going to come up. And it does. It, it's just a delayed reaction. You know, mm-hmm. yeah come up later yeah and, and it i mean basically because they they were with you and the frequency was elevated for them it yeah. set the stage for it to happen which happens here too you know people come in here and it looks weird it doesn't it's not normal and they're weirded out by it you know and if they come in from a linear standpoint you know they're really weirded out you know right i've got a 10 foot stargate in the middle of my healing space and and the uh the veil is thin even though Anne says the veil isn't there the veil veil. is very thin (laughs) in that space so people people have experiences that they wouldn't otherwise have and um they, they come out feeling uh, a little bit apprehensive, but still knowing that something big happened, you know? Right. Yeah, the galactic medicine wheel does that to people because it has each star family is anchored into that galactic wheel. Right. And people yeah. will walk around the wheel and then they hit their pod or their group and bam, they just have a meltdown. I see them go down on their knees and just go, oh my God, they get taken out. Yeah. Just yeah. Crazy stuff happens in there all the time. And uh, as soon as they step into that, that energy of that, whatever portion they're in you know of the medicine yeah that's a a powerful place just a really powerful place i meditated over there and yeah you can almost hear the buzz yeah, you can <laughs> cut it with a knife almost it's so thick right it's really you, you guys stop now because now <laughs> i just want to go there right now yeah you'll see wall-to-wall orbs there if you take it yeah just everything from those um what do they call them? I'm trying to remember the skyfish or the mm-hmm. the rods. You'll see the rods. You'll see every color orb. You'll see like 30 foot tall mm-hmm. big golden orbs and things. And, and we've actually taken photographs and actually blew them up. And you see the faces in there. And some have pointy ears. They look like elven beans. Uh-huh. Some look like grand masters with big, big beards. And we each even seen animal spirits in them. Like we saw uh-huh. like a cougar face and a bear face. And things like that. So it's really interesting, you know, what is they're just beings without they're light beings. They're beings without a body. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're getting soul or whatever of whatever's flying around there. Well, at least the experiences you have and people have at your space, you know, you can take pictures off, you can film. Yeah. I have all those experiences, but it's all within. So uh-huh. so I can't take a picture, I can only tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? This is I tell people the UFOs and all the other stuff is bait. Uh-huh. And it's bait for people to go within. Uh-huh. All of this is within you. If you want to experience more of it, you have yeah. to do meditation time. Uh-huh. You, know, you have to uh, clean up your past, release the right. wounds, traumas and wrong conclusions from past experiences. Mm-hmm. And the more you do that, you're going to raise in frequency. The more you raise in frequency, you're going to start experiencing the other dimensions. Yes. And that's why we say contact comes with enlightenment because on the way, you know, you're going to see, you know, very all kinds of ETs. You're going to see masters, angelic beings. You're going to see all that stuff is all out there, but don't let it distract you. You know, it's right. It's, you go, know, that's interesting. You know, like, look, like I'm in my own God self experiencing this. That's what you yes. have to do. Yes. Anchored in my own God self having. Yeah. A multi-dimensional experience because if you get out there, you know you you can get all tweaked out. You know, you, a lot of people just lose it. You know, it's, it's like drugs. You know, they get they get uh, they get blown into these realms and they have no training, mm-hmm. and so they can have some really bad experiences because they don't have a foundation. They don't know how to heal unseen negative influences or things like that. Mm-hmm. We see that happen a lot. You know, so I tell people you know, get a firm foundation in, right. in how to heal, how to clear your energy, how to create sacred space. Yeah. You know, be, before you do any of this stuff. And, and then you 
finally realized you don't need it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I spent years meditating and was flying around. I could astral travel wherever I wanted to go and yeah. do all kinds of fun things out there. And then I went to Peru and one of the shaman just grounded me and he said, you come down out of the stars. You need to do your work. And I couldn't get out again until I started doing my deep, my deep healing work. Right. I, yeah. I didn't know what he was talking about at the time because I didn't know I had healing work to do. You know, I just thought, oh, this is fun, you know, kind of thing. Right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had a massage. Te- I love this woman. She was a really good friend of mine and she was a uh, massage therapist. And she was working on me one day. And my yoga teacher said that too. She said, you know, you need to get a girlfriend and eat a steak because you don't even know you have feet, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> coming from a yogi, a female yogi, you know, that, that right. studied in India and all that, it was funny. But then I had a um, the uh, this massage there. I love what she said. She says, you know, spiritual people are of no earthly good. And oh. and I really, I go, wow. You know wow. what? Because the work's here. Yeah, you know, right. the work's here. You got to ground it. You know, the work's yeah. here. And if we're all out there all the time, what good are we? That those right. people are fine. They're they're all they know what they're doing. They're okay. But it's here where the work needs to get. And right. then I found out the more grounded you are, the actually the higher you can go. Yes, that's the exactly what I'm finding you can hold. You know, yeah. the more grounded you are. So, yeah, that's exactly yeah, what I'm finding out now, but I didn't understand it then. You know, I didn't realize yeah. kind of, you know, I didn't realize I was holding so much trauma, you know, right. but that, that's what led to the work that I'm doing. So yeah. you know, part of the mission, I have, uh, my, my totem is, uh, you know, Eagle. So I was in a sweat lodge many years ago, about 30 years ago. And all of a sudden somebody tapped me and said, Hey, we're done. And I went, oh, okay, where'd you go? Anyway, I was given the name Eagle Eye, and I was told that because I can see the big picture, blah, blah, blah. Well, then over the years, same thing. I was up here, you know, just flying around all the time. And then finally, uh, this red-tailed hawk came to me in yeah. my, on my property. And I went, okay, so you're the meat, you know, you're like, you take the information from the eagle. And then a white wolf showed up and said, I am walking your path with you. Your path is illuminated. I'm going to ground you. So that's my totem. Mm-hmm. I use the eagle right. and the hawk and white wolf. So every time mm-hmm. I feel like I'm way out there, I go, okay, time to bring it down. <laughs> I, was, I was doing a sweat lodge with a bunch of Lakota elders, and and they're asking me, uh, I, it's a long story. I kind of cheated because I took this oxygen water and these yeah. super oxygenated pills. And so I went through seven rounds. I was going, oh, this is great. Because yeah. it's the lack of oxygen that kind of tweaks you out. And the heat, when you have heat, there's no oxygen. Right. No people in there. But uh, you can even transcend that without it. But I I, I have a scientist friend that I, I work with. So I really keep my oxygen levels way up. But but anyway, the chief there, and it was actually Golden Light Eagle who passed. But we were in the lodge together. Mm. And uh, I turned around to him. And, uh, he was asking me, he said, have you gotten your spirit animal? You know, you're, and I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. And he goes... It's really quiet. And he goes, well, what is it like this? I told him I was farting slug. You know? <laughs> and I had all the cheese and all, they all just busted out. They just lost it. That's funny. And, you know, and, uh, and I don't know. I have, <clears throat> wherever I go, I have a bad sense of humor. It's probably inappropriate sometimes, but I'll never... <laughs> It lightens the load and it's fun, right? It's playful. You know, the more you're laughing, the closer yeah. you are to God. People don't realize Thank that. You God God that. Thank you for saying that. Your love and joy and bliss. That's what it yes. is. And when and, you're and laughing, I was, you're, opening, I was, you're opening your crown. You're, when you're smiling, your crown is right? And And even when you're doing Yigong or Qigong or any of these, the uh, they say smile because your crown yes. is and and the energy can come down through your crown. It's important to have fun and and smile and have fun with it. If you get real pious and serious, it loses the connection. You know, it loses the energy. You know, I, it must be because I grew up on the islands because you're always, you know, more relaxed and smiling yeah. all the time. And when I came to the States, I was like 15. And anyway, they used to call me Smiley. That was my nickname. And I said, this is permanent. You know, I'll probably get thrown off the air. We call them shit eating grins. Everybody goes, what's so funny? And you know, everything. You said something that I, I agree with. It's so true. I believe 
the more you raise your awareness and consciousness and the frequency that you know that joy just just shows you're just filled with it yeah. And so right. it's like returning to the energy of the child, right? Yes. Exactly. The unhurt child. They're just playful and they're ju- filled with joy exactly. just for no reason. Exactly. You know, when I had the near death experience, I go, and I came back and I was just wide open and I could hear people's thoughts, feelings, everything. And I go, wow, this is what I had when I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, you do, you go back to that childhood awe, that openness and everything. Yeah. Else, and I, you, know, you get the big reset. You know, unfortunately, we're, we're hitting the end of the hour, and I want to definitely give people, you know, your your Healer Summit information to make sure that they can uh, connect and, and check out the, the summit. But uh, what's, again, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you to sign up for the summit? It's globalhealerssummit.info. And right inside that, the first page of the website is a place where they can register. Event bright, yeah, yeah. It's an event bright event, and there's 32 speakers, and all of them are renowned in some way in their field. and And the idea here is to just open up the collective oneness for everybody, and spread a wave of love to elevate the frequency of the planet. I feel like we're going to affect the Schumann resonance during this event. I agree about it. Yeah, these put a huge dent in the collective consciousness when you get these people together, and then you're yeah. It makes a big difference. It's yeah, it's huge, huge. And well, we, Jeff, it was wonderful meeting you, and yeah, I'm excited to visit one of these days, and uh, looking forward to hearing you talk in a few days on the summit. Yeah, yeah, and I'll be back at the ranch probably May uh, May on, and okay. then, uh, we'll start having events there and things like that. We'll let you guys know. So um, you stay in to stay in Hawaii for all the winter, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I need a break. I've been doing this for, I hate to date myself. I've been doing this for 38 years. And 10 years. I don't know, okay. And, and I'm at a point now where I just go, okay, I need to back out. I just need to regroup. And, and I've been putting everybody else first. Sure. So I'm, I'm taking some me time for my own healing, my own. That's powerful. Yeah. And, and necessary so, too, really. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And I'm waiting for this big S storm to go through and then I'll come back out again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's going to go till November, at least. Yeah. Know. One of the speakers that we have on, on the summit is the, uh, one of the guys that's capable of figuring out what area, you know, where the energy is correct for you personally, as far as, yeah. and you can speak to that a little bit better. Oh, yes, you know, yes. But, uh, Elliot, yeah. Elliot Tanzer, he um, actually just moved from the States to Mexico and he lived in Hawaii pretty much for a lot of his life, but wrote a ton of books on feng shui and yeah. astrology. But now he actually he has been doing charts for people over the years that he can tell you exactly where you should be living for abundance and health and wealth and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, according to the ley lines and such, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. First one, we got to sign off. We're out of time. I'm getting the cue from the producer. So. Okay. Uh, again, I can't thank you enough for, for coming on the show. It's awesome talking with you. I know your conference is going to be a great success. And we'll do all we can to promote it here as well. Yeah, that sounds great. Awesome. Have we a, still appreciate being evening. on, James. Yes. It's it's an honor to be a part of this program. I've been watching yeah. it for years. <laughs> oh, great. And give my yeah. regards to Jody. You know, uh, we'll yes, yes. I, we're all being challenged right now. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, James. Thank you so thank much. You. Yeah. All right. All right. Have a great evening. All right. Sign off, folks. We're out of time. This is James Hillen with As You Wish Talk Radio signing off. Have a great evening. Keep an open mind, loving heart, and pure intent, and that will get you through. Anyway, have a great evening. Good night. Watch the skies, too. (laughs) Got it.